0: Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post-game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. Not much to say about that one. Uh listen, I've cut the Flyers a lot of slack for a few games. Um that just haven't been up to bar up to par this year because I feel like for the most part they've been really good and they've um won a lot more aspects of each game than they've lost. Like, all right, maybe they couldn't finish their chances, but they were good defensively and got good. You know, just did like three things well and just maybe some things didn't work out. But overall, I mean, their record has been pretty decent at home. They're awesome. Uh, They have to figure this thing out on the road. But as this game went along, uh, I was just thinking, you know what? It's just one of those not-your-night kind of games. You have them. You, that's why you play eighty-two of these things. They have another chance in a couple of hours to uh, to redeem themselves for this one. But there were two things that really stuck out to me as um, uh, just just instances. I hope don't become trends for this team moving forward. Uh, I, I just didn't really like. It, it was first. Um, it's already four to one. You know, it's the third period. Game's over. Barkley Goodrow comes in and um, just takes a, a, a very late swipe at uh, at Carter Hart covering a puck. Nobody really does anything. Uh, Claude Giroux gets in his face a little. He he gets uh, he gets his hands up in Giroux's face. No one does anything. I, I don't know, man. That's your franchise goalie and that's your captain. That's the heart and soul of your team. I don't know. Someone needs to uh, someone needs to answer for that. There, I, I realize we're legislating that part out of hockey. It's not the game anymore, but it is. It still is enough a part of it that somebody just has to go. Nope, not today. You can beat us on the scoreboard. That's fine. We'll lose the game. You're not going to take shots at my goalie. You're not going to take shots at my captain. And I, I just really didn't like uh, the way the team responded to that. And then the sixth goal. They gave up that sixth goal, and, you know, the game's over. It doesn't matter. How much time? Two and a half minutes were left in the game. Yeah, seventeen twenty. Marlowe scores that goal to make it 6-1. So, yeah, like two and a half minutes left. And um, I, I just saw a bunch of guys who were, like, trying to get out of there. That's why I don't care what the score is. If it's fucking 100-1. to 1, you got to want to not be scored on and i didn't see i didn't see any of the skaters out there like really giving a shit about whether they got scored on or not on that play it was just like kind of here's the net there you go up oh, yep you crashing at you burn, oh well you scored so much for that uh is it over yet like looking at the time seeing if they could get off the ice seeing if it would be their last shift i don't know it's just those two things really bothered me about this game maybe more than they maybe more than uh, they should have uh but I, I don't know i just didn't love those two things but uh, overall up until those points i was just thinking not their night just you have nights like this uh san jose's at home coming off blowing a two nothing lead we've all heard about how their coach admonished them they've been getting killed in the media for laughing after the game last night. So you knew they were going to come out and buzz. Flyers just never established anything. It just felt like they never had the puck to me. Like they never even when they got chances, they had a couple of chances, but they didn't, they weren't followed by more chances. It was all one and done. Seemed like pucks were hopping over sticks all night. Uh, I, I tweeted if, if somebody after the game had just said, yeah, we decided tonight was the night We were going to see what would happen if we closed our eyes every time we touched the puck. Um, I would have completely believed it. Because the Flyers must have just tossed it to the other team 50 times today. Just not a care in the world. Boop, oh yeah, right on your stick. Uh, It was just a shit game. You hate to see it. You don't want to see any games like this. I understand they happen, though. It's just part of an 82-game schedule for any team. You want to get out on this trip. They always say that first game, you know, that's the big cliche. First game is the most important one because you get that first win. Yeah. Okay, we have the one win. Now it's about making it a winning trip, and you build on it. But if they win the next two, this one's quickly forgotten. Um, I just, I was bothered by a few things at the end. But I'm willing to withhold my frustration about this one in total. Those two things bothered me but I'm willing to hold, withhold my frustration about this one until I see how they play, I mean, you know, seven hours from now or whatever the hell. No, more than that. That's That would be 8 a.m., Bill. Um, you know, that plus 12, 19 hours from now. Uh, I would like to, you know, see them come out and look like a much better team than they looked like tonight. Just look more cohesive, just look more engaged, they just couldn't establish the forecheck. They couldn't control the puck. It seemed like anytime they had to make more than a five-foot pass, it was just they were playing pinball out there, hoping to hit something. Uh, it, it was just a, a bad game. Let me hear what you guys thought, because that's all I have. Uh, yeah, what a waste of my time. I agree, Pat. That was a that was a shit. That was a shit game. Nobody feeding off uh, NAK's hitting. Yeah, he did bring it tonight. I'll, I'll give him that, and he's supposed to. that That's what he's out there to do. He's an energy player. Uh, he's looked good in his call-up. Um, I'm happy he's, he's still here. I hope to see more of NAK. Uh, big fan of what I'm seeing out of him. They need a little bit more of that. Listen, I'm all for having guys who might have a chance of scoring a goal at the bottom of your lineup. But that's N.A.K. I think he's kind of the prototypical what I want down there. Has some skill, can find the back of the net from time to time, isn't going to put up a 20-goal season or anything, but can produce for what you think a fourth liner is, and obviously plays with that edge, plays with that energy, plays with that physicality that you do need a little of in your lineup. Uh, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Hopefully he, uh, he sticks around and keeps playing the way he's playing. Because they made a, a point of it on the broadcast. Like he last year came out, I think he played nine or 10 games, got like that Taylor Leary re- style recall. Um, like came up and would have five hits in that first game, and then you wouldn't hear his name for two games. And yeah, inconsistency. That's what's the number one thing we hear about every young player? It's like, oh, can they be consistent? It's like well, no, probably not, because like the best players in the league are consistent. That's what makes them freaking awesome, you know. That's why the point per game number is such a sought after thing. But I digress. Uh, if he can just bring that sort of energy every night, I think there's a spot for him in this lineup, and that's cool. Uh, disappointment. It was because it's one of those things. Uh, I talk in these in these post games a lot about how I'm just looking for how I'm just looking for signs that the team is different from previous iterations of this now-expiring decade. And getting off to a good start on this road trip would be a a, a great departure from what they've been uh, in years past because, uh, you know, they've sucked on this post-holiday, you know, the Disney on Ice uh, West Coast trip. They've sucked on it uh, historically. So if they had gotten off to a good start tonight, that would just be one, in one more box you check and go, things are a little different. And I'm not saying like, oh, well, they lost to the Sharks. Same old fucking Flyers. Like again, if they win the next two, this one, we we forget about this one. It's just, it is disappointing. And you stayed up late. It's a 1030 game. It's a Saturday night. We could have been doing anything. We watched the Flyers and they gave us that dreck. All right. Need that power play to work. They got the one. Uh, they did get the they did get the power play goal, and that was a huge goal to make it three one to start the period. Uh, I think there, there was nine, I think it was nineteen oh nine left in the period when they got it. So plenty of time to stage your comeback. There you're down two. We know that's the most dangerous lead in hockey, so you set yourself up, but then you gave it right back immediately, and that's when that's when it ended. When it was four one, it was like, well, that was fun. Uh, you know, it was just kind of over from there. I did think for a second, maybe they were going to try to at least make a game of this, bring some of that third period energy they've had. Uh, we heard all about how bad the Sharks have been in third periods, especially this month of December, but, uh, it just wasn't to be tonight. Um, disappointing, frustrating, keep it in perspective though. They do need to be so much better on the road. Uh, the team overall, Carter Hart, the power play, everything. Everything just needs to be better on the road. Uh, as nice as it is that they don't freaking lose at home ever, um, that's cool for people who buy the tickets. Especially, I, I like having that home ice advantage. I missed having that sort of uh, that sort of atmosphere down at the Wells Fargo Center. But shit, man, you got to win some some of them on the road. Like, you can't be you can't be doing what they're doing. Um, And like they, I think they even said this on the broadcast. Like they're around 500 on the road. Uh, They they fell under 500 really on that last road trip, Uh, and that's when all the Limblom stuff came out. So you can give them a little bit of leeway on that. But now it's all right. Fresh start. Let's boom out of the holiday break. Get it going. And they just didn't. And that's uh, disappointing. Frustrating. Worst game since Penguins effort wise. Uh, What is with heart on the road? I mean, I, some of his road games are bad. I didn't think this was one of them. What the fuck was he supposed to do? Like, I yeah, make more saves. I just like, I, I don't know. Timo Myers hanging out on the back door by himself could have been smoking a cigarette over there. and No one would have fucking noticed him. Uh, like guys alone in the slot ripping shots, uh, two on ones. I, I don't. I don't see this as oh Carter Hart's bad on the road kind of game. I just think that the entire team sucked tonight. Could Hart have been better? Obviously. Every single player on the ice wearing a Flyers jersey could have been better tonight. I don't see this as, oh, Carter Hart on the road. I I just think they fucking sucked. That's that's what happened. They fucking sucked tonight. Yeah, the worst effort since October against Pittsburgh. Again, I didn't see the effort issue until the third period, until they gave up that fourth goal. Uh, And then it ended. Then they just checked out completely. I thought the effort was there um, early on. They just couldn't get anything going. They just, it seemed like they were just late to pucks. They were just, they'd go in and the puck would be going the other way. They'd get a couple of bounces and be like, well, all right. It's just not that kind of night. Uh, And I know you got to play through that stuff, but sometimes it just isn't going your way. That's what I thought through the first 40, two minutes of this game let's call it um after that I do think the effort was a serious issue um and they just kind of phoned it in after after uh after San Jose scored that fourth goal that game sucked good night everybody go birds yeah I don't blame you Brian how are you now good and you I was at the game what a stinker that's a shame Aldo I'm, I'm sorry for you there Love the hoodie, by the way, Bill. Thank you, Sam. Gina does, in fact, know best. And if Gina Linetti was here right now, you know what she'd tell you? That tomorrow's 8.30... Is that what time the game is before I get started on my whole thing? Is it in 8.30? Yes, tomorrow's 8.30 puck drop at Anaheim. There's only one great place to watch it, and that place is Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. That's right. Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. It's my favorite place in the entire Jersey Shore to watch a game. And we've got a doubleheader tomorrow, fam, like Brian just mentioned in the comments. You have the Eagles, 425. You have the Flyers, 830. This is it. This is one of those great doubleheader Sundays. Go on out to Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. Uh, Get your beers. Get your food in. Have a great time. Say hi to Timmy Fitz. Tell him Bill Matt sent you. Uh, that's it. Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. Can't put him over enough. Felt bad for Ghost. Uh, he got a raw deal, minus four, and wasn't responsible for any of the goals he was on the ice for. Actually, one of the few Flyers who had skating legs tonight. Um, I did like a lot of what I saw out of Ghost. Despair. Um, would like to see him make a play on that two-on-one, but you know, if if it's up to any of your defensemen, let alone the guy who's out there to put up points to break up a two on one. It is what it is. But I, you know, he's out there as a defenseman. He's in this situation. I want to see him make a play. But I did think um I did think I saw a decent amount of positive out of Shane Gostas Bear, if you want to put it that way. But really every single guy in a Flyers jersey wasn't good enough tonight. I can't Oh, well, you know, NAK looked good. Like, yeah, he did. I like what I'm seeing out of NAK. Good for him. He needs to play better. Shane bear. he did look like he had his skating legs tonight. But you know what? I need more than that, dude. Put up some points. Uh, it, it was every single guy out there. I thought Claude Giroux wasn't especially good tonight. He just, I saw 10 pucks must have hit his stick and careened, careened away from him like he's not one of the best puck handlers of his generation. Um, It was just, just a. I saw Travis Konechny just hand the puck to the to the opponent. I don't know four times tonight. Just weak plays, handing it over. They just sucked tonight. They just sucked. Eight, ten, and one on the road. Hopefully they come out guns a blazing next game. And yeah, like that's not awful. Uh, They they won four in a row going into the break. They were gonna lose a game. It's not like they're gonna win out and. It, oh, they weren't probably going to go undefeated on the road trip. If they win the rest of them and lose this one, it's all water under the bridge. But I just, I was bothered by the last, like, 18 minutes of this game. I'll take one of these games happening every seven to eight games, then it happening all the time, like it has in the past couple seasons. Flyers haven't beat the Sharks on the road since the 90s. Yeah, that's a trend I'd like to see changed. absolutely. Um, I will. I will say. Overall, this game probably. I'm willing to allow that this game probably doesn't matter all that much in the grand scheme of evaluating the 2019-20 Philadelphia Flyers. Just a shit game they played. That's why they play 82 of them. Uh, but I, when it, that doesn't like, I I understand the big picture and all of that, and I'm the guy sitting here saying I cut them slack in these situations because. You know, I like what I've seen overall this year. All that's true, but that doesn't change the fact that I just spent all that time watching that game. You know, it's not like it's not like I get that time back. None of us do. We did just waste that time watching that shit fucking game. So when do we go to Elliott? I'm sure he'll be in net against Anaheim tomorrow. Um, that seems like the spot to play him. And then you go. Right back to Hart uh, in LA to close out the uh, to close out calendar year 2019 uh, Tuesday night in Los Angeles nine o'clock puck drop that'll be Carter Hart's final start I assume of uh, well I mean it'll be the team's final game of the decade and everything but Carter Hart's final start uh, of the uh, of calendar year 2019 been a hell of a year for him. Uh, I assume he'll be right back there for the New Year's Eve game after Elliott plays on Sunday. Hart hung out to dry again. Yeah, he. I mean, listen, he needs to be better on the road overall. Tonight was not one of those nights where you go, ah, just capture some of that home. Maybe he could have made a few bigger saves, read a few, and but they would have been like great saves, you know. It was. It would have been him darting over, making a great anticipation save, going to his blocker side to deny, you know, a, a freaking one-time tap-in two-on-one or something. Um, you can't ask a guy of that all the time. But it was. Um, it's just the game sucked, man. That game just sucked. It was at the game and it was awful. I I was at home and watching it, Heather, and I had the same assessment. Um, Moose was the best player. He did look good sitting there. Um, needed to shoot more enough with the 20 passes than shoot, especially on the power play. Yeah, Usually, I think the too much passing stuff is overblown, um, especially on the power play, because you're working to get the goalie moving. That You want to get the goalie moving. You want to stretch out the defense that's what you're doing if you're just ripping a shot like what's the point of even having the power play i will say tonight on a night when nobody could puck handle no one could make a pass nobody could accept a pass and you're out there against the number one penalty kill in the league i think jonesy said it, it's like the only thing they're good at the sharks is the penalty kill this year um I did think they were making way too many low percentage passes on the power play, especially in the uh, – would they have two in the first period? I thought it's just like, dude, I don't know about going cross ice again. You fumbled the first one. Now you're throwing it back over there. I I just – typically I think the too much passing stuff is overblown because goalies are really big and really good now. Um, there were a lot of situations tonight, especially considering – how bad they were with the pucks on their sticks tonight that they just needed to they just needed to get pucks on net and send send the house trying to bury rebounds get greasy whatever you have to do because their uh their skills coach um he should get he needs some time with the boys soon based on tonight uh it was like sharks had a time machine playing 1819 Flyers in our defensive zone. That's they got. They came out buzzing tonight. The Sharks were good. That's Flyers all year have been better than the Sharks, um, but the Sharks played a good game tonight. That's it's not like we can just sit here and go. Oh, the Flyers did this. The Flyers did that. Give some credit to San Jose who played very well tonight. All right, guys, we're only gonna do a few more minutes. I know it's late. I look tired. Uh, I'm sorry for my. Uh, I, I tried to bring the best energy I could tonight, and I think you all enjoyed it, but, you know, smaller crowd, it's, it's already 1.30 in the morning, uh, so we're only going to do a couple more maybe, and then we'll get uh, we'll get going. How was everybody's Christmas? Uh, I hope you all enjoy whatever holiday you, you celebrate. Um, Hanukkah, other stuff, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Whatever holiday, I hope everyone really enjoyed their break. Uh, thank you all so much to everybody who came out. Um, and celebrated Festivus with us, came out to the party. Uh, we had a, you know, made a bunch of money for Hockey Fights Cancer, a bunch of money for a uh, LGBT uh, youth center. Steph um, brought to our attention. Uh, Biscuit Tees was there. They sold some T-shirts. Uh, we had a great turnout. It was a lot of fun. Third straight, all three of our Festivus parties have gone to shootouts, The Flyers win this one. It was a good time. So thanks, everyone who came out. Uh, They just keep getting better every year. Um, Thank you to everybody who participated in my ugly sweater contest. I hope you enjoyed your Dale Weiss mini helmet, uh, autographed mini helmet, uh, the 2001 Flyers Phantoms Media Guide, uh, the single winter classic mitten I gave away because I accidentally threw one away, at an Eagles game. Uh, It was the Eagles-Saints playoff game that Nick Foles – that first Nick Foles 2013 playoff game, uh, just a bunch of shit like that. I had like a lightly used 2010 Eastern Conference champs hat, so it was a it was all a good time. Just wanted to see some people wear some uh, wear some dumb jerseys or ugly holiday sweaters, but overall festivus. Uh, it, it was it was really fun. Uh, thanks everyone for coming out. Uh, thank you to Fieldhouse for having us. Always a great partner as well. Let's get a few more here. Uh, had a power play goal, but Provorov was awful tonight. Multiple turnovers. I thought, I mean, he mishandled the puck a couple times, but I really didn't think he was awful. I honestly thought he was one of the few guys who had energy in the third period. Uh, He tried to make some plays happen. I didn't see awful out of Provorov at all. Um, He at least attempted to step up on that sixth goal. It didn't really work out to his favor, but he was there. Uh, the second effort was terrible, but everyone on the ice deserved that one. That was a collective, that was a collective minus. I didn't think Provorov was all that bad tonight. Uh, the, I think JJ was like, oh, it's one of those games for Provorov where he can't settle the puck. Wasn't a guy on the ice for the Flyers tonight who could settle the puck. Every single one looked like Amon Green in the rain just fumbling away. All right. Um I worked on Christmas making that chat a way to go, Sam. You got to do what you got to do. Uh, kudos to the Rangers for wearing the Oscar Strong shirts. I agree, Mike. It's been cool to see the uh, see the support across the league for Oscar Lindblom. Um Will NAK or Faraby be sent back down when Raffle and Lawton get back? I don't know. Um, I, I, they already put Andre off on waivers, so... They thought they were going to have Lawton back tonight. It sounded like, and he just wasn't ready to go. So you got to figure, he's uh he's gone. When Lawton comes back, and then Raffel. Um, depends on who you want to play where. Uh, I I don't think uh, I, I I can see Verobiev going back first, honestly, because Faraby is. I think Faraby's here to stay. I think Frost has more of a chance to get sent back. Um. But I don't think he will be, because uh, I, I kind of just. Lay, first of all, he's got skill to play um, a top nine center role. Is he producing right now? No. Do I want guys learning on the job right now? I don't, because it's time to it's time to start winning again. But um, I, I don't see a better option for that position, honestly, uh, with Morgan Frost. Uh, Vorobiev has definitely been better than he was in previous stints, but I just see more, I just see more of an upside of keeping Frost around. all all it's going to take is one game and he could be off and running, uh, and producing for you again. And boom, you're rolling three really good lines. So I, I could see, um, uh, Andy Andreyov going back and Vorobiev going back before NAK or Faraby. Yeah, I'm not ready to send Frost yet. Um, I, get, I realize he he hasn't been great uh, since early in his call up. I just don't see, I just don't see the point of sending him back. Um, he's got nothing to learn there. His learning is going to be up here. I've said a bunch of times I don't really. It's I'm over guys learning on the job. It's no longer play the kids, play the kids. I just think I, I don't see a better option in that position um, Vorobiev's not going to produce you any offense. Uh, I, I don't trust him to play third line minutes. I, I just, I think Frost will figure it out. I don't see the point in sending him back. Um, does he have to be better? Yeah. I, I, I'm not saying that a, a little bit like, oh no, I love what I'm seeing out of Frost. No, obviously not. Um, but I, I just think, uh, his potential to play the position he's in, I don't really think they have anyone else to do it, um, especially the way they want to keep the lines. They like Lawton on a wing, and uh, you figure out what's going on in the fourth line, basically with spare parts. Roffle has shown he can play some center down uh, on, on the fourth line. So uh, I'm not I'm not keen on sending Frost back just because I don't think he benefits. I don't think the team benefits. I think... Long and short term, it's just better if Frost is here. Take your lumps. Um, learn from the guys who are here and maybe be a contributor late in the season. That's that's what I see out of Morgan Frost. All right, everybody. We are going to wrap it up there. Thank you all for hanging out. Um, oh, Mike, Michael Smith wants to know where you can get the Oscar Strong shirts. Obviously, you see a bunch of them all over the internet. Uh, I know that the, the good people at Biscuit tees.com b-i-s-c-u-i-t tees t-e-e-s um i know that the money is going where it's supposed to go uh that's that's obviously you know they came to our festivist party we've had them on the show we have a working relationship with biscuit tees but they're good people they have ties to the organization i know the money's going to go where it's going to go and they are the shirts that like the flyers are wearing under their jerseys and shit so it's it's, like, pretty close to authentic right there, you know. Uh, so, com, check those out. Uh, and, and we're going to wrap that up right there. Uh, so, that's where you can get those shirts, Michael Smith. And anyone else who wants to know, uh, let's see. Yeah, tomorrow, 8.30 puck drop at Anaheim. If you're looking for somewhere to watch that game, check it out at Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. That's right, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. It's my favorite place to watch a game at the whole Jersey Shore. And it starts with the owner. Timmy Fitzpatrick. Timmy Fitz is a huge hockey fan. Uh, just a, And he's a, he's a huge Flyers fan. Like, forget hockey. He's a huge Flyers fan. You will sit there and uh, watch the game with Timmy Fitz. You might not even know you're talking to the owner of the joint uh, for 20 minutes as you're sitting there watching the game. But he's always there making sure that that food is hot and that beer is cold. And they have a great beer selection, great menu. Check out Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. Um, yeah, that's all I have to sell. So... I'll be back tomorrow with something. I'm not really sure if tomorrow is going to be some of my special holiday bonus content yet. Um, haven't decided if I'm going to be live. It might only be for a few minutes, and then we'll do something for podcast feed only. But I will at least drop in and let you all know what's going on in the Facebook tomorrow. So we will do that. Uh, don't know how long I'll hang out because I might have other. Uh, I might have other stuff going on in terms of uh, content I'm going to produce for tomorrow's post game. As we work on a little bit of a uh, little bit of fun stuff as the year approaches an ending, and you know everything January first kind of starts anew. We get back in the routine of doing every game like we're supposed to. When I say we, I mean my lazy ass. So uh, you know, but I'm I'm working on something. Maybe we'll have a little fun tomorrow. I'll be shit faced after the Eagles game, and then the Flyers play. So we'll have a good time. I'll at least drop into the live, let everyone know what's going on. All right, that's all the time I have for you tonight. Uh, thanks thanks for hanging out. Thanks for doing this late hashtag Flyers After Dark. Isn't every game after dark unless they play it like one in the afternoon? And even then, like, it's the winter, so it gets dark. Whatever. Uh, thanks for hanging out. I know it's late. It's a, it's always fun talking to you guys, even if it's only a few of you, and even if it's only for half an hour, but that's all time we have. Have a great Saturday, everybody. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. As you can see, I am on location. Uh, I am back home in good old Sewell, New Jersey, dog-sitting for my parents. So uh, not in the typical studio, but uh, we are here. We are celebrating a big victory. I thought this was a great response uh, by the Flyers after last night's just, just terrible game. I don't. I, 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 I don't want to call it like an effort issue last night it just seemed like they had nothing to give. Like they like when when you say it's oh it was a bad effort they didn't they didn't give it 100%. That to me is like they held something back. They they let they let the game go by without giving it their best shot. Like last night I just felt like everyone on the team was playing with the wrong handed stick. They just decided every single time I have the puck I'm going to close my eyes and see what happens. Uh, tonight, I thought they did a much better job uh, just winning uh, their battles, winning races. Just They looked more like themselves. Now they do have to score more goals. That is just uh, one through 60 minutes. I know Gibson is good. And if this was an isolated circumstance, you just go, all right. You know, Gibson, one of, if not the best goalie in the freaking league, um, you know, you live with it. You beat him in overtime, you get the two points on the road, everything's good. But as we've seen, the scoring has been an issue at different points this year, especially on the road. Ugh, you need to put a few more in the net, but they got the ones that mattered. Really happy to see Brian Elliott come in with a, uh, with a strong game tonight. His last couple of starts haven't gone all that well for him. Uh, after last night, you needed the goalie to... Uh, you know, he's the only rested guy on the ice. I always say in these back-to-back situations where your other goalie is going, he's the rested one. So he is going to have to come up uh, and make some make some stops that maybe, um, you know, you're going to give something up. It's the second night of a back-to-back. That's just the way it goes. When they did give things up, man, 35 seconds into the game, was it? I'm just thinking, ooh, this is not good. Carter Hart's going to be coming into this one. Uh, but after that, Elliott was was more than solid. He was strong in net tonight. Um, that's it. I, I just thought this was a good bounce-back effort. They looked more like themselves tonight. Uh, obviously, still some work to be done. Morgan Frost, we talked about this last night, but he did uh, you know get sent back down. Michael Raffles back in the lineup. Varobiev is still here. So there's still going to be some line juggling. There's still going to be some um, fluctuations with the roster going on. They still don't have like their complete team. Like if you were to say name, you know, name the four lines, name the three D pairs. It, 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 it's it's still in flux, you know. Uh, so they're they're figuring that out. But that's really all I have for you guys tonight. Let's turn it over to you. See what you think. Just a bunch of woos. I love it. But Brian, I always love your woo to start. So I'll give you one. This is for you too as well, Max. Woo! All right, Hanukkah Hayes does it again. <laughs> is Hayes Jewish? I mean he might be. I don't know. I don't I uh, good win. No, that was a that was a it was a good win. It was a good bounce back win. Uh they you know, they need the they need the overtime to beat them. They win by one and everything, but watching that game, they very much were the better team on the ice. And they are better than the Ducks. They were supposed to win tonight. Uh, they cashed in. I had, I just had Tampa and the Flyers a nice little parlay there. So that paid off for me a little bit, but they were supposed to win tonight, even though it's the second night of back-to-backs, they haven't been great on the road. They're just better than the Ducks. They're, they're, they, they have been all year. They're a good team and they showed it again tonight. Um, I was getting a little worried towards the end of the third. It did seem like momentum was swaying the other way. If they didn't stop and change to three on three, like if there was 10 minutes left instead of three minutes left in the third, I could have seen this one going the other way just because Flyers were starting to look a little gassed or maybe it was just, you know, the Ducks' turn to swing the momentum and that's how it went with a few minutes left there were the ones on top at the end. But Flyers come out, basically control the entire overtime Um get a couple of big chances, and then Hayes wins it with his. So so fun to win, nice effort. Yeah, it's, it's it's good to see, and this is just something we've talked about all year, but it's good to see that this team doesn't let one bad performance turn into two. It doesn't let two turn into four. Four turned into ten. You know, they turn the page quickly, and that's huge. Uh, having the goaltending Depth to be able to do that is big. Uh, do I blame last night's game? Um, you know, Saturday night's game on Carter Hart? Absolutely not. But being able to go, all right, we're gonna we're gonna come back with the other guy tonight, and the other guy gives you you know the performance that he did. Um, it's huge. I think that's why they've been kind of able to weather some storms and even after bad performances, bounce back quickly and not let things snowball, which is one of the major criticisms we've had of this team. In years past, it's just like one bad thing turns into five bad things. And then it's like, well, shit, <laughs> we're on a seven-game losing streak. But uh, they, they, they're not letting that happen for the most part this year, and that's good to see. Goaltending, I think, is a huge part of that. <laughs> perfect tweet, Bill. Was it um, that, that Voracek sequence at the end was just the most perfect? He had some noticeable – I think people get on Voracek about it uh, overall just in the grand scheme of Jake Voracek as a Philadelphia Flyer. I think people sometimes get a little too on Jake about his turnovers because like, they're usually in in the vein of making a play, uh, and a lot of times I don't really mind them. Um, you know, the other team came away with the puck. It would have been the same thing if he got a deep. It's He just chose not to punt. It's like a turnover on downs instead of punting. I'll always be happy with a guy trying to make a play because – you got to make plays to score goals, and you have to score goals to win. But um, I, he had a couple noticeable ones tonight, a few bad ones, and in the overtime, he had like three giveaways, two of them on that one shift. But then redeems himself with the uh, the perfect the uh, the perfect breakout pass, the uh, you know to set up Hayes on that breakaway. They win the game. I think that put him ahead of uh, Lindros uh, for was sixth all-time in uh, franchise history in assists. That's insane to think that Jake Vorchek... And I realize, like, time frame and a number of games played and everything, uh, probably different. But crazy to think. Eric Lindros is in the freaking Hall of Fame, and it's, you know, based on the strength of what he did here, mostly. Um, Jake has more assists than him. That's nuts. Obviously, Lindros, tons of goals and goal uh, points per game and all that, killing Jake, but... It's just weird, right? Uh, best part of living out of state and being forced to find bootleg feeds to watch the game uh, on is hearing dupe played when the dude scores. When the dudes score, did they did they play dupe on those feeds? Uh, last night was too late and too drunk. Yeah, last night I'm I've had a little more to drink tonight than last night, but yeah, last night was a little too nut late. Uh, I don't plan on going too late on this one tonight. I am freaking tired. It's been a long day watching that Eagles and now this, uh, you know. So we're going to hang out for a while. There's a lot of people here. I'm going to get to your questions and stuff. All right, good rebound, and it needed two points. Yeah, Mike, that just seems to be the uh, general consensus here is just good turnaround. Uh, I said last night I'm not going to be too frustrated about that game until I see how they play in this one. Well, I saw how they played in this one, and it makes me think, Aberration. They just played like shit one night. It happens. That's why they play 82 of these freaking things. Uh Andre Off is on waivers right now. Could he technically have been claimed mid game last night or tonight and have to uh, and have had to leave the game? No. He cleared waivers. He's he was on waivers yesterday. No one claimed him. Um, you know, today he's cleared. He's all he's he he has cleared waivers. So he would have not had, had have had to leave the game in the middle of the game tonight. Uh, Drew was a leader on the ice tonight with that effort. NAK is special. The guy is a buzzsaw every shift. Yeah. You, uh, that Drew is, I, I think he's a leader every night. I love watching Drew play hockey. It's been awesome watching his career. Looking forward to watching even more of it. Uh, NAK, he's got to walk that line of, um, he's got to walk that discipline line. You don't want him taking penalties and stuff. Uh, that one he took on the power play tonight. It's like, ugh, okay, if you say so. Um, but I've, I've liked what I've seen out of him. It brings a ton of energy. They need that element uh, in their game, I think, and he's bringing it. I'd rather it be him than, you know, someone who has no chance of, of scoring a goal and is older. I'd rather it be a young, homegrown guy who, you know, at some point in his career might have 10, 15 goals in a season. Um, that's NAK right now. I'm liking what I'm saying. Seems like every time we have three or more days off, they just play like absolute ass. I get rust, but damn, yeah. And that's the, the Sharks last night. They were it was extenuating circumstances for them because they blew a two-goal lead. Uh, their coach was killing them. The media was killing them. They're at home. They had knocked the rust off the night before. It was just that was just the circumstance of the game. And the Flyers aren't very good on the road. They just haven't been there. I think a game under five hundred now. Um, so even with the win, they're not, they're not a great road team. Maybe they can get that turned around. Uh, Alain Vigneault said he thinks this road trip will, um, kind of be a catalyst for how the rest of the season goes, especially, you know, with their home and ro- or with their road record. Um, will they turn it around or will they continue to be a team that struggles like that? So, um, I, it was just a tough one last night. That's, I I think it was rust. I just think it was, uh, they just, like, that's, I was happy to see, um, in all the quotes I saw out of Vino about the game last night, he kept talking, he didn't say, like, our effort was bad. That's not what I saw. He just kept saying, like, it, it was apparent from early on that the execution just wasn't there. And that's just what it looked like. Every time they had the puck, they fumbled. Oh, it was it was it was like Daniel Jones in the fourth quarter, just watching it slip away. <laughs> it was, it, but you know they fix it tonight. One one day, y- y- you can forget about it. Water are under the bridge now? Let's win on New Year's Eve, and you got four out of six points to to end December. Uh, I love Hayes. Easily became one of my favorite Flyers this year. He's fun to watch. I didn't when they signed him. I wasn't sure. Uh, I liked the signing. Um, I liked it a lot. He filled a need. Uh, I had no problem with the signing. I thought the overpaid stuff was was overblown, all that. That's why players want free agency, because you get overpaid in free agency. That's why it exists. That's why they really want it. Um, uh, But I I didn't, when they got him, I just thought, okay, nice, solid player. He can fill that role uh, at 2C for you. He'll... Provide some offense, he'll help out on the penalty kill. Just be a nice solid player in the middle of the lineup to help us out um, and that's what he's been for the most part, but he's also just i love watching him play just a strong power forward with good hands gets himself to the net uh, dishes off of the uh dishes off of possession, you know gets that cycle going and is able to find guys and uh, able to even though he's not the fastest guy out there, he wins his number of races. Uh, gets around guys with good puck handling and body positioning. He's just a fun player to watch on top of being very helpful this year. (laughs) Pay that Kevin Hayes guy more money. Exactly. Jesus, seven mil? That's it? Dude's a stud. Uh, So we can just go home away, goalie tandem, hard at home, and Elliot on the road. Uh, You know, if you didn't have these ridiculous road trips and back-to-backs that start 18 hours apart and shit, like, you might be able to do that, but... Here we are, not even half done. All of our back-to-backs this year, I don't think yet. Kevin Hayes' breakaway was a beauty, and you know, like I, again, I love Kevin Hayes. It was a beauty, Brian. Um, real nice move. Yeah, that's been like my number one criticism of Hayes this year, and it stems from a good place. Like, it just seems he gets so many opportunities one-on-o and doesn't score. Like on nearly enough of them. Now that said, you know, creating a bunch of one-on-o opportunities is good. That's very hard to do. <laughs> it just seems like he doesn't score on nearly enough of. Uh, I, like if he did, I said, like if he did, he'd be Nathan McKinnon. Uh, his numbers would be incredible. But uh, it was it was cool to see him get there, bury it, put it away. Um, I'm I'm loving Kevin Hayes. He was the perfect signing for this team. It, it looks like give Elliot the start in L.A. When's their next game? Uh, let's look at this schedule real fast. So their next game is uh, Tuesday. It's New Year's Eve, 9 o'clock puck drop in uh, in L.A. against the Kings. And if you're looking for somewhere to watch that game, may I suggest to you Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. That's right, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern right there in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. Easy to get to from all shore points. Really easy to get to from all over the Delaware Valley. It's my favorite bar to watch a game at the entire Jersey Shore uh, whether you're going out you know, with the guys, uh, you're out with uh, your significant other, whatever it is, it's a great place, excellent food, great beer selection. And the owner, Timmy Fitzpatrick, is a huge hockey fan. So you know the game you want to watch will be on, and pretty much any game available anywhere will be on, uh, because that's just how they do it at Fitzpatrick. So check it out. It's an awesome place. Can't put them over enough. Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, Wildwood Crest. But getting back to getting back to who should start on Tuesday. Then what happens after that? Then they have Thursday at Vegas and Saturday at Arizona. Those are two good teams. Those are two good teams with good goaltenders. When they said it on the right before I started, they were talking about maybe Elliot getting the start. um, Who is it? Tarion, Morgani and Katie Emmer on, on the post game show. Um, they were talking about Elliott maybe getting the start on Tuesday. Now I said at the beginning of the year, I don't want Brian Elliott playing in consecutive games. I don't care if they're to open to close and or to open and close the All Star break. I don't care if there's a week and a half in between games. Um, but considering the next two, they are road games. I need to look at it again. Uh, yeah. So then they're on the road. Then when are they home again? And then you have a couple days off. You can go Elliott at Carolina, and then you have, yeah, and then you could go home on Wednesday the 8th against the Capitals with Hart. So I actually, you know what, I actually think it makes sense now. At first I was like, no, get Hart back out there. He's your number one. Uh, and he is, but I don't think it's a bad idea to give Elliott the start in L.A. I think that's actually a good, uh, a good spot for him to get, uh, to get some time in there. That's a good one. Just once, I'm going to see the Anaheim Ducks of the NHL bust out a flying V. I don't know why they haven't, honestly. Elliot was super. Oh, he was excellent. And that was, as soon as the game starts, they get that goal, and it was a leaker. Uh, that should not have gone in. And I was just like, oof. All right. Like, in my mind, because I'm sitting there watching the game, coming up with different notes, um you know, just different things to bring up and how I'm going to answer certain questions I think I'm going to get. And I'm just like, ooh, is it time to start thinking about another option behind Hart if Elliot is going this way because he's had a couple of rough starts coming into this one. He gives up that goal right away and it was not a good goal. Um, ooh. And then he comes out and does what he does for the next, you know, 59 and a half minutes and then the overtime too. Like, no complaints about Elliot whatsoever tonight. The moose is loose. I love it. Uh, Elliott needs to be in the net next game. Hart is awful on the road for the most part. Yeah, I just think that'll work itself out. I want Elliott in there next game because I think it just, uh, the way the ske- schedule breaks down, I think it actually kind of works. Um, I just, like, do you really think a goalie's going to be amazing at home and awful on the road, not just the way it is? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like that'll probably work itself out. The team as a whole is not very good on the road. That's the problem. Like, did you did you watch the game last night and go, "Ugh, oh, Brian Elliott was in. This would be a different game." No, they just played like shit. Every time they touched the puck, they turned it over. That's why they lost. Had nothing to do with Carter Hart. Anyone could have been in there. Do you think Frost was sent down uh, because he doesn't have to clear waivers or because of his recent mistakes? I don't know about mistakes. I just think it's been more his his lack of big plays. Uh, I'm sure you know you don't want to lose you don't want to lose guys via waivers, but you know they put Andre off on waivers and he cleared, so that was fine. Um, I just, I think they just want to give him more ice time, give him more time. I personally, I don't know if I would have sent him down. Um, I kind of I don't know how much he has to learn down there. It seems like his issues are the you know the rigors of the nhl how hard the nhl is i don't know if going to an easier league uh, and obviously you know just physical and mental maturity and all that stuff uh, all young players deal with that but uh, i know it's it's like kind of time to start winning games and you don't want guys learning on the job but it's not like they have someone else like if nolan patrick was ready to come back it was like yep he's gonna step in the lineup be the 3c and everything's cool I'd be like, oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. All right, let's see it. Let's uh, you know, send Frost back down. Let him get more, uh let him get more seasoning down there. Everything's fine, Nolan Patrick's back, cool. But they don't really have anyone else to do it. I just think all it would take is one confidence boost, one great game, one thing to happen. Even if it's just a little thing that we don't notice that would just all of a sudden things start to click for Frost and he's back to being a dynamic player like he's been at every level his whole life um but you know i like that av is a uh, is a merit based coach he sees guy not playing all that well and it's not like oh well you're a first round pick you can get stick around a little see what we can do see if we can break you out it's like no nah, man you're going back we got other guys so i i i appreciate Uh, the coach's philosophy on this one, I'm just, I don't know. It's not like they have someone else who's so much better. Faraby's passing is really good. He's just a smart, solid player. Uh, I think he's going to develop into a lot more. I think he's going to develop into a true, like, maybe not first liner, but top six legit production-wise winger in this league. But, even right now, if he's not putting up, you know, a point a game or whatever, he's still he still makes plays out there. You can use him in a lot of different situations. Uh, I know the coaches said he wants to get him out on the PK more, so uh, maybe we'll be seeing more of that in the future. But he's just um, just a nice nice piece, good addition. He should have been here from the start, probably. Um, he's one of those guys who can affect the game even if he isn't scoring goals, which is very important because it's hard to score freaking goals. Uh, NAK has been constantly justifying himself playing in the big leagues. Awesome to see him play with that kind of fire. Yeah, that's who he is. That's how he has to play. If if he wasn't playing like that, he wouldn't be here. He's got some skill He's got some, some more of uh, he's got some more offensive ability than he's really displayed so far, although he's, he made, he, made a, he was close to making a couple plays tonight and he's shown a little bit more than he has in the past this year, I'd say, in his other stints uh, with the team. But if he didn't play that way, he doesn't have enough to separate him from the next guy. He needs that sandpaper uh, in his game, and he's been showing it, man. He's been nothing but fire out on the ice. Uh, Bill, what's the beverage of choice for post game live tonight? I had a bunch of Guinness earlier, but I don't know. It must have spilled or something. It's um, it's gone missing. Let's put it that way. Uh, <laughs> Jake played horrible enough to trick Anaheim into thinking he's not a factor, then hit them with a pass to Hayes. Hey, that's like um, that's like Dominic Hossack. who he, he used to leave uh, holes for for players to shoot at, and then he'd close them up and be like, nope, not today. Uh, so that's 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 Jake's version of that. Play like shit for sixty minutes and then make a play. Thought the players' union uh, has a twenty-hour separation between games. Yeah, I think that's what it was today. I think it was twenty hours. Uh, last night was a ten thirty puck drop. Today was what an eight thirty. So I think that's they had the twenty hours today. Uh, could they have sent someone else down instead of Frost? I thought Vorobiev had a chance to get sent down, but. I guess he's just um, more – I don't like him in the in the role he's in. I don't like him over Frost either. Uh, I don't like him up in the lineup a little bit. Um, but he, I guess, has just been more solid. Uh, I, I don't want to say has made more plays because it's not like he's out there making a ton of plays. But uh, he hasn't hurt them, I guess. He's just been – He's done more of what they've asked of him. Now, obviously, they're asking less of him than they are of Frost. But uh, I I wanted to see Frost stay up, but I understand why he got sent down. Birds playing the Seahawks. Thoughts? Um, Russell Wilson is the best player on either team, so that's a tough matchup there. But Eagles defense played him pretty tough last time around. They've been really good at home this year, and that's not like – it's not the Seahawks team from a couple years ago. I think they're damn good. I think they're well coached, Uh, but Eagles are going to play everyone tough. They are going to play everyone uh, grimy. They're going to play everyone dirty. It's going to be an ugly fucking game. And they've been winning a bunch of ugly fucking games lately. So uh, they got a shot at them earlier, you know, a few weeks ago, didn't, didn't get it done, but I think that could help them in the long run. Who knows? Uh, This is, is team That's the most ridiculous football game I ever watched. And I know I'm off on a tangent for everyone here who's not a football fan. But, like, they're out there with – I don't know if they're going to have 47 guys to put on the field next week. They're out there pulling guys out of the stands to suit up. I think Eric Bruntlett was out there playing receiver for the Eagles today. Don't know who that dude was, but why not? Why wouldn't they win this game? Like, wh- <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to bet on them or anything, but, like, shit. They've been getting it done. Uh, anytime I I get down about this iteration of the team, I think of the soul-crushing trash fire that was last season, and I get over it. Yeah, I have very few complaints about how the Flyers have looked this year. I don't really get down about them. That's, you know, last night's postgame, I, I was saying – I'm not going to be too upset about this loss until I see how they look tomorrow. And they looked a lot better today, you know. So um, I I really tend not to get down on them too much. They have obviously some holes to fix. You know, that's clear. The power play needs to be better. They probably, if Frost isn't going to be the answer and they don't know what's up with Nolan Patrick maybe they need to go find a center. I don't know. How do you do that? Is Gostaspare an option? I don't know. I don't want to trade Shane Gostaspare. Uh, I'd rather him be in your top six than uh, any other option, but I'm just trying to think how you can improve this team and make it even better uh, than it's been so far because we're clearly dealing with a pretty good team. This They're at least pretty good. Uh, I don't know what their ceiling is for this season. Depends on how well Hart holds up. You know, uh, Depends on obviously health number one of the best players, but some of these guys really start to break out. Like if Claude Giroux's second half is just incredible, this team's ceiling could be very, very high. It could be conference championship or further high. Uh, But right now I'm just thinking like, okay, what what do they need to improve? And it's, they need a center and they need to fix the power play. Is that an internal fix? Uh, Will Nolan Patrick be back soon? I would love it. That would be awesome. Um what kind of shape is he going to be in when he gets back? That's a different question. Like he's probably going to need a conditioning stint and it just readjust to the speed of the game and all that stuff. We've been over it a million times. He's had you know no training camp. He hasn't played a game this year. He's been off since the end of last regular season. So it's it's been a long time. How effective is he going to be? But um, I I have few. My complaints aren't really even complaints about this team. It's just how do, they, how do you make them better? It's no longer just being pissed about how bad they are. And that's, like a, uh, that's a real nice change from years past. Have we given up a goal with a five-on-three this season? Seems to be pretty strong so far. I can't remember offhand, but I do know I've, I've watched multiple five-on-threes and gone like, damn, they did a good job there. So it wouldn't surprise me if they haven't. Vorobiev next to be sent down. He had the penalties tonight. Yeah, he didn't look very good tonight overall, and he did have the penalties. Uh, I would assume he's next just based on how they've handled the roster to this point. Um, You know, they waved Andre off, and I guess Lawton wasn't ready last night, so he's still here. Uh, And then, you know, they sent down uh, Frost with Raffle coming back. So maybe it is Vorobiev, but uh they still would need a center. I guess they're gonna maybe play Lots at center. I don't know. Uh they like Lawton at wing. Um it's a good question. I would bet Vorobiev, but maybe then that's when they send Andre off down. That would make sense, I guess. The Provorov and Power Play One experiment needs to end. Um I mean Provorov leads the league in power play goals by a defenseman it, it, like it's it's I, coming into this year I hated the idea of Provorov on the power play cuz he was never good at it before but it's not him <laughs> you know it's kind of just the entire it's the entire group and it's both groups if one group was scoring a ton of goals and Provorov's wasn't I'd go yeah it may, but it just they just can't get the power play going so far this year uh, guess we get Haig in LA. Um, probably, I would guess. Um uh, Haig made a couple plays tonight. He actually like made this one little subtle play that I swear to God it was just sitting here you know on my couch watching the game and went, that's maybe the best play of his career. Like it was just this uh like he chased down he chased down a dumping and uh, was skating back and had someone on him and I was just like he's gonna just turn right into this and turn the puck over. And he did, made a little move, slammed the brakes, turned it the other way, and then completed it, didn't dump it, then didn't panic. Still had the puck, beat the guy, and then just made, like, a smooth little pass. And I was like, wow, that's one of the best plays I've ever seen Haig make. Uh, I don't have a huge problem with Haig in the lineup. Um, Haig, over, obviously, the fact that if he's in it, it probably means Myers isn't. I That bothers me, but I it's... Young guys just don't have as much of a leash. That's just the way every coach in hockey is. I'm not going to criticize Elaine Vigno over this one thing, even though I don't like it. Uh, I want Phil Myers in the lineup. It's not even a question. But Hague's been fine this year. Hague hasn't been nearly as bad as um, as as he has, you know you know as he was last year. Let's say Nolan Patrick will be the best trade deadline pickup for the Flyers this year. That's very possible. I mean, we're getting we're getting to that. Are we at the halfway point yet? How many how many games in is this now? We check the old standings. I don't think they're at forty one yet. Are they? I feel like they're at thirty two or something a couple of days ago. Right? Yeah, Flyers. Uh, thirty nine games played. So yeah, we're not quite at the halfway point yet, but we're getting there. Uh, you know, on yeah, after when the hell's the next they have game. 41 will be against, you know, at Vegas on Thursday. So that's the halfway point right there. Anything after that, if you can bring in anyone, internal or external, to make the team better, it's huge. I hope Nolan Patrick's ready to go, and I hope he's effective. Because, um, shit, man, yeah, that would, be, that would be huge for this team. Elliot is killing me with the soft goals. He let in one. He let in one. The goalie's going to give up one. There are few shutouts like he gave up one pretend another shot that was tougher went in like listen that goal sucked but he let in one he let in one goal he made 27 other saves all right guys i think that's uh i think that's where we're going to kill it tonight i think we're going to wrap it up there uh so yeah right um good good team win i thought this was a nice bounce back game it's good to see this team uh that's one of those things that i keep saying i'm looking for different Signs that they're different from uh, from years past. And bouncing back, even though it's a back-to-back, even though it's 20 hours after your game started last night, um, good, just good effort all around. Good, solid team win. You needed overtime to do it, but you crazy outplayed the Ducks for most of this game. Uh, enjoyed it thoroughly. So that's it. That's all the time I have for you tonight. Thank you all so much for joining me. Thanks for hanging out. And, of course, if you're looking for somewhere to watch maybe that New Year's Eve game against the Kings or any Flyers game anytime, go to Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern right there in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. Fitzpatrick's, man, it's just the coolest place. Uh, The whole staff is great, and it starts with the owner, Timmy Fitz, who's always there making sure that food is hot and that beer is cold. Speaking of that hot food, get that pork sandwich. Get the roast pork sandwich, and I've been told by a listener— And I just saw Timmy the other day, and he said, keep plugging that French fry salad. So I'll tell you, that French fry salad is something special. So give that a shot as well. All right, that's all the time I have for you. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for coming. Um, Not sure what I'm going to do about the New Year's Eve game, because I'm going to be at a party. Maybe I'll do a quick post game. Maybe I'll do a January 1st. Maybe we'll do a, uh, a Winter Classic post game, even though it's not the Flyers we can talk about the game before, uh, something like, I'm not going to want to do that, Uh, we'll see, anything's possible, all right, so until next time, my name is Bill Matz, happy new year, everybody.